Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Appreciate the song, Al, because before the Nick game last night on the uh, airplane, I watched this Oasis documentary, not realizing in 1996 what these maniacs turned out to be mm-hmm. and how popular they were. And then I find out this morning it was either you like them or Blur. See, I don't remember Blur being that popular. I know well, Spike England, said that. Was. Oh, in England, yes. yes. But I mean, the real British invasion bands over, obviously, we know Rolling Stones, the Beatles, but like the Spice Girls took over America. Oasis at that time, they were huge. Wonder Wall, they were huge. Blur was not huge over here. So yeah. maybe over there, but the only Blur song I know is that, woo! Well, the documentary was on their concert that they had outside of London with 125,000 people showing up per night. They had two shows. They only ran two shows. They probably could have done six to eight shows. Oh, by the way, we added another Boomer and Geo live show. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah, Jesus, because we sold out so quick. No, yeah, kidding. Okay. No, kidding, 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 kidding. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I appreciate the song, Al. Yeah, and those two brothers now can't stand each other. They hate each other. Well, they didn't like each other back then either. Right, Liam and Noel. Yeah, screwed that thing up. How do two brothers actually not like each other? Do we even know what happened between the two of them? Because they never really got into that. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of that. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers and his brother hate each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. I know people who don't like their siblings <laughs> right off the top of my head. <laughs> Just happens, right? Well, there could be some other reason why that may be the case. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just... These two guys were in, incredibly talented, had great yeah. voices, and were able to bring 125,000 people to a field. Yeah. Which was impossible to get to. It's kind of like trying to get on the plane last night out of uh, coming out of the DR. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, one guy, who was the maniac? Who was the... the Liam. Liam was the maniac. The lead singer, yes. All right, yeah. He was, his brother's guitar player. He sings as well. He's great. Yep. I remember him just being a total mess. I mean, that was a huge MTV time at that point in the late 90s. And I remember them having, you know, Carson Daly and Total Request Live, TRL, and they would go on. He was just a total just mess. And he never felt like it was going to... To last very long, and it did. No, I mean, didn't. and I, I don't know if either one of them still play. I mean, are they in other bands? I think the play? I think Noel still sings, and they I, both put out records within the past couple of years. Oh, they did okay. okay. Then I'm sure are not successful. Uh, you know, I play some as bumper music. They're they've got rocking intros. A couple of them. really, yeah. Huh. Okay. So how many like Oasis? So you know that song? Well, I know. Playing? I knew every song that they sang. I I heard all the songs, of course. Right. But you know, I, I wasn't aware that. It, it basically exploded the way that it did. Sure. You love a good... That's why I love these good documentaries. I was just about to say, you love a good music documentary. I do. I also watched the one on drummers as well. 
Okay. Let was, There Be Drums. All right. That was great. Who do they feature in that? John everybody, Bonham? Everybody. Well, Jason Bonham now. Jason Bonham. Yeah, but they obviously feature every great drummer, Keith Moon. All right. Uh, and their siblings and their families. And they talk about the Grateful Dead. They talk about, you know, Queen, uh, Led Zeppelin, of course. Um, Does Ringo Green, make it into this? Ringo's in it big, okay. big time. I you know, they hope have a lot, so. You know, and they have a lot of, you know, today's drummers talking about their influences and what drumming's all about and having the feel for the instrument and having the feel for the band and what you're trying to get accomplished and this, the noise that you're trying to create. What is drumming all about, Boomer? Uh, I have, I mean, it's <laughs> too complicated for me to even understand. But then again, they can't play quarterbacks. No, they, they, they cannot. And uh, speaking of all that music, Adam and the Metal Hawks will be <clears> joining <throat> us, the band that we have secured for Boomer and Geo Live. You can check them out on Instagram. It's uh, Adam, let's see, A-M-M-B, I believe is the Instagram account, Adam and the Metal Hogs Band, and uh, they are awesome. They're going to come in here and, and play some stuff for us. They're yeah. tremendous. I, and you know what? I was telling Al, those guys can bang on anything and make a noise. Yeah, they can. So I said, hey, Al. How about if they bang you when they come in? I am not interested in having the band bang me, Boomer. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's uh, AMH Band, AMH Band on uh, on Instagram. I mean, a lot of lot of great ideas that they come up with. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely tremendous. Like this this one video of them in the kitchen. Just uh, can you get that up on your uh, desktop, by the way, so people or desktop got to send away my desktop. Hundred hundred year old man. Oh my god. Well, I guess it kind of is a desktop, is it not? <laughs> well, you are a father of two. Yeah, I know. But you do was, have responsibilities. That was a little much. Can you please call that up on your computer machine, please? Which one do you want? Uh, the one where they're banging, the second one, <laughs> okay. where they're banging on the... <laughs> oh, man, I got to sign in. Oh, it's too bad. They're, I could play it off my phone, but I just thought it would sound... I'll just play oh, it. It would sound better off his desktop. Right. I know. So them in studio will be uh, absolutely tremendous. Uh, all right. You think they play Stephen's Talkhouse? They had to, right? Stephen Talkhouse out Stephen's in uh, Talkhouse out in uh, East Amagansett or wherever that is. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're Long they, Island guys. Come on, they better have been there, man. See, I got a feeling that you're going to be so impressed with these guys. Yes, that you're going to bring them into the Boomer Science and Foundation world. Well, I'll see. I'll see. And what then they're going to be playing all the events and everything. They're going to be like your guys. <laughs> Watch. My guys. I'm telling you. Gonna be like, we got I need some new guys. guys. I need some new guys. I'm going to kick the guys to the curb that I played golf with this week, I think. Except really? Except one. Yeah. Well, you still got, um, uh, what's this, uh, Robert's. You still got him. I got, yeah, he's my guy. He leaves you definitely your guy. He's definitely my guy, You yeah. use him for a lot of stuff. Yeah, because he's, he's good by himself, but he's also good with just maybe one or two other band members. Doesn't have to be the whole band. He's kicking people out of his life, too. One or two band members now. Used to be the whole band. Now it's just one or two guys. I don't know. Just, you know, it, it seems like everybody's got to be focused in on doing the right thing, you know, like, and really being committed to the band. Sure. That's what I got out of that drummer uh, this, uh, documentary. Like those who are not all in. This is back to the football conversation. Right. You got to be all You, you got to be, be all there. in, man. I need to know that you're going to be all in. Are you going to be, are you going to be the guy at the facility who's going to be sleeping there? 
And oh, by the way, the Jets got uh, dinged up pretty bad in that NFLPA. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah of course I did a yeah, sportsman. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, well, you were off. So when we talked about it, but in the NFLPA uh, survey that they did, that they came in dead last for time management from the coaching staff. I wish they would have uh, asked us those questions when I played. Well, they did. the Bengals still were getting F's, by the way. Yeah, of course. But I'd be like, you know, we, we practiced at a dog kennel. <laughs> yeah, like, like in a like in a uh, you know cancer infested environment. That's why we're all watching Kenny Anderson to see how long he lasts. <laughs> and then we, could, then we could basically say, okay, if he's going to last until like he's eighty five, then there's a shot for the rest of us. Okay. Cancer infested environment. You have no. I mean, it is. It was unbelievable. We had the Cincinnati treatment plant to the north of our practice field. Okay. So if the if the wind was coming out of the north, it would be blowing the treatment smell right over the practice mm-hmm. field. We had a garbage can galvanizing <laughs> warehouse right across the street. Okay. So some days you could you could taste the metal in the air, like the orange metal. I would taste. I don't even know what it was. Then we had a thing called the Mill Creek behind us. And the Mill Creek came down from where Drackett, Drackett and Procter & Gamble manufacturing was. And there were, there were questions as to whether or not that creek that was running all the way down behind us going into the Ohio River was contaminated. You know how what's going on in Palestine, sure, yeah, yeah. Ohio? Yeah, yeah. That's, we were in that kind of environment, it felt like, for wow. 10 years. Yeah. That's spinny field. Spinny field. Spinny field, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I well, we all got one jock, one pair of socks, one short and pair of shorts, and a sweat or T-shirt. But then we'd all throw it into the same bin and come back the next day. You have to take your stuff out of there. Sure. I used to bring it home. I said, I'm not doing that. You know, I went to fourth and fifth grade right next to a landfill. It's still there. You know, that giant landfill? Yeah. It was a school right there, fourth and fifth grade. Yeah, well, it was intermediate school in the, between uh, elementary school and, and middle school, and it's Dunk the high hell out there from the, and it's still there. They're still the way, pumping kids through that but place. You have to remember, Grumman Aerospace was on Long Island, like in the fifties and the sixties. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what they left behind, and the environmental d- disaster that has affected so many people on Long Island over the last fifty years, is 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 shocking. When you tell people that you live like in the breast cancer capital of the world, yeah. It's it's a really it's a it's a crying shame that this beautiful island of ours has this plume underneath it. Well, anyway, anyway, change your subject. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs got got. Met. Were you surprised to see the Chiefs were up there as the top five worst teams to play for? Well, that means you know that their players have got to be putting. They are. They are. That's where this came from. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because most all these players obviously are, unless they've played in multiple places, which I'm sure many have. Others are basically ripping apart their own organization. That's right. And the Vikings actually came in first. It's the first time they've ever won the thing in the NFL. Yeah, right. It, it absolutely is. But they said the trainers were encouraging players to with the Chiefs, encouraging players not to report injuries. So they had a bad grade with the training staff. They also said that Clark Hunt does not put enough into the facility. Um, and putting enough money into the players. But they also they didn't treat the families of the players well either. They got a bad grade on that. Yeah, you know, the one thing I will say, and Sydney has told me this about the Islanders and their new building because there's more space there and everything, about how kind the Islanders are to the families of the players mm-hmm. and how they do, at least according to her, 
uh, you know, go out of their way to make it a comfortable situation for the players and their kids and especially moms, newborns and things of that nature. So, yeah, Bengals got an F for players' family treatment. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> what do you mean, of course? It's not shocking. I mean, like, it's been you know, going up, but this, this is now 2023. I, I, some people just are just set in their ways. You know, I, it's, it's, you have to live it to understand it. Yeah. And to appreciate it. Sure. And I just it, figured some of the stuff that you went through was not happening now in 2023. Well, there was a real minimalist way of doing things. And I think that was Paul Brown's way of making it tough on the players. He didn't want to make it too easy on the players. And that was a thought process. Part of me kind of still agrees with. But then, you know, when I go to the Jets facility... And see that facility? I'm like, how could anybody bitch about that? No, they didn't. They only they just bitched about staying there too long. That was their big one. Staying there at oh, the facility I would too long. Never leave that place. They got food there. They got breakfast. They got lunch. They got dinner. Oh, they had they uh, got bad uh, reviews too on the nutrition. The Jets. Well, I don't know. <laughs> bad nutrition reviews. We've been wow. in there eating stuff. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I yeah, see, it's I, almost I, pretty I see good. a lot a lot of fruit all over the place. A lot of healthy uh, options. I thought so. But they didn't do well in that either. Giants uh, did pretty well. Sounds like somebody bitching and complaining within the team about not getting the food that they want. Well, that's exactly what it is. These are all from active players in yeah. those organizations who were polled, obviously, anonymously. I mean, that, that, that facility for the Jets, man, reminds me of like a getaway spa. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's why I feel like they're never going to move. Like when people yeah. talk about get the Jets, the Queens and that stuff, I mean, that facility is still not that old and it's perfect. Oh, it's beautiful. But yeah. you know, the amazing thing is when I got traded from the Bengals to the Jets, yeah. we were practicing in Hofstra. Mm -hmm. When I got to Hofstra and I saw the practice facility, I thought I was in like Shangri-La. <laughs> Compared to where I was. Yeah, and think about now compared you know, to that. I felt like I was in Chernobyl <laughs> practicing. <laughs> All of a sudden you grow a tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're still getting bad grades to this yeah. day, the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, still. when it rained, we had no place to go. Acid rain. Right, so we would practice underneath a viaduct. And the viaduct would be leaking down, and to be like, yeah. like, that's what it felt like. It felt like acid rain. Yeah, sounds like a story where WFN yeah, one was. Day you show up, and you got a boil on your back, and you're like, they got to lance that thing. And I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> you got a boil lance? Yes. And you think it was because of all the toxins that were out there? I don't know. Probably had something to do with the mixing of the towels and all the other crap. I don't know. I get. I get have teammates call you up and tell you all about this. No, I'm shocked. And, and I, I, I am I'm not making this up. I am not making any I'm of this I'm not up. saying you are. I'm just, it's amazing to me that you think you got a boil there was a, the, what, from a what, towel. One of the funniest things, honestly, and, th and this was all done with humor in mind and things of that nature. We would go to pregame meal. Yeah. And I would ask the business manager before pregame meal, is it okay if I get... Two baked potatoes and ten string beans, as opposed to one baked potato and five string beans. <laughs> that, that sounds like an orphanage. Yeah. Right, exactly. Please, sir, I'm going to have some porridge, please. <laughs> God. <laughs> it blows my mind. I mean, and it but wasn't I, that long ago. It's not like you played in 1945. But I also told you back in 1985, I'll never forget, we had the first ever all 300-pound offensive line. Sure. Yeah. I think Anthony Munoz was like 295 to 290. I don't know if he was over 300. But everybody else on the team at that position on the offensive line was over 300. We didn't have a scale at Wilmington College for Come those on. guys to weigh in. 
didn't have a scale at, that, that went over 300. Oh, okay, okay. Right, yeah. so everybody else could weigh in. Yeah. But when they had to go to weigh in, they had to go to the local grain manufacturer <laughs> it, over, at the, over at the warehouse. They put them on a grain scale. <laughs> this oh, is like, the NFL. This was the NFL, yes. <laughs> and these guys bitching and complaining about fields, and this field's slippery, this field's dangerous. I'm not playing on that field. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I know you're all victims making $50 million, whatever. Sure, sure. But they're fighting for what's right now. Oh, yeah. Keep fighting, guys. Fighting for what's right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Over Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Come on, Steve. Come on in. It's okay. Do some work. Steve Appier, one of our great engineers here, is getting ready for Adam and the Metal Hawks. And I saw him, like, run in and then run out because the segment was starting. I said, okay, just do what you got to do over here, Steve. Come on, man. It's all good. We're all friends. All colleagues. Set that up. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's happening over there, man? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Buy or don't buy. That's the question. Buy or don't buy. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Rob Sala on the Oh the Pain podcast. Oh, oh here we go. With Joe B. Here is how uh, this whole thing starts as he introduces the head coach. I can't believe you're on. Let's start with that. No, Joe, I appreciate you inviting me, man. Um, I've uh, always, you know, admire you from afar. A lot of people speak the world of you in this building. Buy or no buy? A lot of people inside the Jet Building speak very highly of Joe B. No, no buy. No <laughs> way. <laughs> and I know that for a fact. <laughs> that is not speculation. That is fact. <laughs> well, Joe agrees with you. I find it hard to believe that there's people in the building that speak highly of me, but we'll 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 leave it at that for right now. <laughs> right, he misspoke. He meant they hate him. <laughs> uh, here was Salah. So you know, you get Joe being Joe. Uh, he's got the coach on. He's going to make sure he gets his opinion in, including telling the coach what they should do in the draft. First round draft pick's got to be an offensive lineman, coach. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we you know we, you we know. have to take. I don't care if it's a center, if it's a guard, if it's a tackle. 
The offensive line to me has to be addressed number one. Sala was very good with I don't him. care if he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be, I'm telling you right now, 345 pounds and just, I don't just have him go, bro. I mean, you understand. As long as he's healthy, like Beckton. I mean, what a slob he is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when he got done telling what they should do in the draft, he made sure to tell Sala what they should not do at quarterback. I'm all for Rodgers, but I got to tell you, bro. If we could get Derek Carr in here, I mean, I would sign him before we lose him because the drop-off after that is, is pretty heavy after that. I know you, you think Ryan Tannehill's good. I don't see that. I mean, to me, that's unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> Man, that is, that's got to be, like, impossible. Like, if, Rob, was, if you're Rob Sala on the other end. He was smiling through the whole thing. He talked him through it. Yeah. It was pretty good, actually. I'm going through my notes here. Another question. Oh, yeah. All gas, no brakes. My ass. My freaking ass. Bro, how about that? Did he ask him about Zach Wilson? Um, yeah, I just got to that part. Okay, so, okay. Or they were talking about, uh, before I came in, the part where they were discussing the two Patriot games, specifically the one in New England. Okay. So I haven't grabbed it yet, but that's where I was just up to. Uh, Joe calls Sala. Um, in terms of the way he deals with the players, what Joe sees. My one concern with you is I get the impression, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm not in the locker room, that you're a little too soft on the plays. How about that? <laughs> I love the question. I love the question. Yeah, he doesn't have to say how about that. It's a great question. It's though. a great question. And he answered it. Yeah. He basically yeah. said it's like we take care of things in-house and I'm never going to. Share that publicly. You know, good, good for Joe. Good it's for awesome. Him, that's a great question. Yeah. Don't need that. <laughs> How about that? That's a signature, though, I guess, right? My one concern with you is I get the impression, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm not in the locker room, that you're a little too soft on the plays. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. If you weren't here on Friday, we were previewing this. Yes. <laughs> I, said, I said at some point in this interview, I could see Joe, Joe going, so it says here you're a Muslim. How about that? <laughs> Can we spend a couple minutes on this? Is that okay? Is it not okay? I don't know. I don't know anymore. What's okay? What's not okay? Bro. <laughs> Pretty sure he didn't ask him. Okay. That. Okay. Good. Thank God. I'm going to go through a list of holidays. You tell me if you celebrate them or not. <laughs> Just for my own understanding. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Yes or no? Just yes or no. No explanation. We'll just do this quick. I know you've got to go somewhere. Only a couple of minutes. A couple quickies. Uh, Easter. <laughs> How long do you think he gave him? Uh, what the? Mm -hmm. uh, I would say twenty-five minutes. More. Really? More. Wow. Very Half good. hour? More. 45 minutes? 39 minutes. Jeez. Hey, good, good for, for Rob Sala. Sala. Great. Good for Joe B. That's very cool. And, and that's a good question, though, by the way. That's a really good question. About the softness. Soft. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the golf game will happen. So you were asking me about golf. So we got to play. So, so I'd love to. I can set it up. You could come up by me. I could come down by you. And Sala set in. So there you go. What do you think? Wait, wait, do you see Joe will line up for a putt? He's like, <laughs> what the f is this? <laughs> yeah. But like Joe plays at that one public course up to the shaft. <laughs> 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 
Jerry. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, he gets him right, right Dude, down he's there. all the way down to the bottom <laughs> of his putter. <laughs> he by does way, have an odd way of putting. By the way, was my putter broke. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. Did you putter. break it? I did not break oh. it. It just came apart and... Uh, <laughs> to it much, but I was really ticked off because I had a. I ended up putting with my driver for the last two holes and lost the last two holes. So that's my excuse. But there was a guy on in the Dominican yeah. that was able to weld my putter back together that night. Joanna Cespedes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Wow. I thought that was such an That is an amazing get when you can find somebody. Holder on a call. welder that yeah. can fix your putter and know what he's welding and what he's trying to do with the putter. It's probably on Joe Carrera's payroll no, down no, there just no. waiting for clubs to break. And he just puts his welding helmet no, on. I, that, was, it was like, well, that, was, that was great. There you go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> right, yep. yes. By the way, you've played a long time. How many uh, hole-in-one? You ever got any? One. One. You know, Joe has three of them. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Three. It's incredible. And yes, he's only been playing for like, what, 15 years? 2000. I've been out there in 2000. Okay, so longer than that, 23. So, yes, a little bit longer than that. But still, I've played longer than that. I won close a couple times, but never had one. So, that's the Oh, the Pain podcast. Good get by Joe. They certainly seem like oh, they the did pain. enjoy it. <laughs> oh, the pain, yes. No pain for the Knicks last night in Boston as they hung tough through two overtimes and came away with a win. 19 on the shot clock, 24 on the game clock here in the overtime. Randall against Jalen Brown, standing on the three-point line, tiptoeing it, up fakes. Wanda wants the three, couldn't, gets rid of it to Emmanuel quickly. Quickly turns the corner, he's in the paint, forces it up and in, tie game. Wow. And quickly with every big bucket, he scored 38, a career high, and the Knicks beat Boston in double overtime on the road, 131-129. He was 15 of 28 shooting. Really had it going. Here was quickly on ESPN afterwards. So how about this team and this streak? We got some dogs. We got some dogs. Um, can't wait to get back and celebrate, but, you know, we're we not satisfied at all. We want to continue to get better, uh, continue to make a push down the stretch. And winning streak. Yeah, he and nine? I seem to say we see a lot of life in the same way. Oh, do you? Like, yeah, because people are saying to me, like, you know, what's the guys like you work with at the radio station? What's that? I said, we got some dogs up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Al Duke is, is a dog up in this bitch. <laughs> That's what you tell people? Yeah. I said, Al Dukes. Man, I'll tell you what. He's a dog. Right. He's like a retired greyhound with a urinating problem. <laughs> oh, he even sounds like one of them. <laughs> dog. Oh, uh, you're my dog, Al. <laughs> a screaming injured dog. Yep. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Julius Randall had 31 and, and I'm nine. picturing Al coming in with all those cones around his neck. <laughs> Can't scratch his ears. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> my dog. But hey, I'll tell you what, in all seriousness, think about his development as a player. Right? Drafted mm -hmm. and developed. Mm -hmm. And look what he's turned into. Yeah. I mean, and that's why a lot of teams have been inquiring about him after the Jalen Brunson free agent signing. They were like, well, this guy, we'd have him start on our team right away, every day. So I'm glad the Knicks have kept him. Nets beat the Hornets 102-86. Monster first quarter for one of the new Nets. Here's Bridges. Speed dribble. Pulls back. Jumper is good again. Mikel Bridges cannot miss. He has made his first eight shots. He has 17 points. The Nets lead at 28-17. And a timeout on the floor. Bob Usler on the fan. Brooklyn. He would start 9 for 9 in that first quarter. Have 19 of his 33 as the Nets just buried the Hornets 102-86. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie 
Brady added 24. Jacques Vaughn says Bridges and Dinwiddie doing the job. Really starts with uh, with Spencer and Mikael and their ability to get us going and uh, to be focused. And uh, I, I thought Spencer found Mikael early, and Mikael was extremely aggressive for us. Kind of, and then it was uh, Dinwiddie late to see a bunch of threes, and so the Nets go to 36 and 28 with the back-to-back wins, uh, winning in Boston, and then last night Cam Johnson 11 points and 10 rebounds from college basketball. Rutgers lost to Northwestern 65-53. They'll play Michigan on Thursday afternoon. Big Ten tournament, CAA quarterfinals. Hofstra easy, and I mean easy over William and Mary. They win 94-56. Can even say maybe not even that close. Uh, that's how much they beat them up yesterday. And Stony Brook lost to Charleston, who is a team that you are concerned for. Yeah, College of Charleston. They were ranked in the top 25 at one point this season. They had this big home winning streak, and Hofstra went in there and beat them. So if that, it's either them or Towson in the championship for the CAA. That's going to be against Hofstra, hopefully. Uh, that's going to be a battle. So for, there you uh, go. You UN- bid. Yeah, right. UNC Wilmington Hofstra at 6 on CBS Sports Network, followed by Charleston and Towson at 8.30. Spring baseball, Mets beat the Cardinals. Uh, Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso hit homers. Um, Kodai Sanga didn't have the greatest of starts just by walking a couple of guys. Also a bit uncomfortable with the pitch clock. Here was Buck Showalter. We live in a very imperfect world, and it's obviously a sport that's you're not going to be perfect in, but you got to chase it. You gotta chase it and make sure you handle the the chase for it in the right way, knowing you know, what they all do. He even sounds bored at this yeah, point. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say it's all right. It's just March, and he sounds tapped out. Right? Yes, there's March fifth, and he's had enough. He's got three more weeks to go of these uh, spring games. Um, Lindor and Alonso on their way to the WBC now. Uh, should be noted that Jose Quintana was going to pitch in it. He is no longer, I don't think, because he had left side tightness after throwing one inning yesterday. He will have testing later today. Yankees beat the Braves 10-6. Carlos Rodon, however, did not pitch all that well. He allowed five runs over two innings. Uh, here was Aaron Hicks over the weekend. There's a lot of chatter about Aaron Judge maybe playing some left field. Hicks is like, hey, wait a second. I want to be the left fielder. It's my spot, and you know I, I'm here to, to do whatever I need to do to be able to make sure I get that position, but uh, most importantly, I need to have a spring training that um, allows me to be ready to go for, for the season. We'll see. I know when he came to bat in his first game in the in Tampa, he got booed last week. Let me ask you about the Yankees. So I'm going to be down in Florida. We're going to do a fishing trip over a weekend with some guys. One of the days, the fishing that's fallen through, the captain called us and canceled. So we're trying to figure out something else. The Yankees are in Dunedin, which go is going to be 25 minutes north of where we're going to be. That sounds great. Okay, go see them. Yeah, but like, do you think the Yankees would help me out and like, you know, a little batting practice, spring training, you know, a little something like that as opposed to just sitting in the stadium? Because I want, if I'm going to do it, I want to be like, you know, Those show my friends like, hey, look at this. That's a cool beers. thing. Think they would do it? I don't know. You'd think, um, or you think the Yankees hate me because I've been crushing them for so well, long. You think Aaron Astros. Boone would let you sit on the bench just like uh, Hofstra, you know, yeah, Claxton did? Yeah, I think so. Maybe in a uniform, the pitching coach for the day. You could trip on the upper step when you come out of the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> you think they would though? If no. I was like, I'm coming, you don't think they'd do anything for me? Yeah, I think they would. You, they would. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're, we're their radio friends, partner. But you, probably. At least a yeah. media pass where you can hang out around the cage. All right. Yeah. I mean, look at so you, your friends can watch you. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. They're, no, I would get them down there. No, no, that. Look that's at your push face. Look at that down. face, that intense face that you have coaching with Hofstra, shaking hands. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Look at this. I brought that, I brought that energy to that team that you day. You did. You, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I was even in the handshake line.
<laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, you're on the bench. Well, now that I got treated like that with Hofstra, the Yankees are going to have to step it up. So maybe they'll have me actually play. Oh, the game. Islanders treat you well. Oh, Islanders treat me great. Made oh, Sal Licata an Islander fan. I did. That's right. Well, it was also the owner's box. True. Get in yeah, touch with Hal. See what he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. Yeah, I don't think Hal's going to Dunedin. Why Probably else? not. Who I don't could? think any, anybody's going to Dunedin. Like that Yankee group that I'm going to get that day is all going to be numbers over 75. Not necessarily, that, that could be a split squad game. Probably. And then, then WBC, I think, will still be going on at that no, point too. Why don't you go to a WBC game? Where are they playing? Miami. Nah, Marlins so. Park. Yeah, no. Every game's being played? No, there? no, not every game. I'd have to see the schedule, but I know that's one of the Pretty sites. Pretty sure it's all sold out, by the way. Yeah, no, these things do well. Yeah. I mean, I, we don't care, but a lot of people do. I mean, obviously, the Puerto Rican and Dominican teams are stacked, and they have a big rivalry with each other, and I think that's where a lot of the fans are coming from. All right, I think San Diego's another site. So, should be fun. Uh, the agent for Jets tackle, Dwayne Brown, says he is coming back next season. And the Devils in Phoenix last night get the game winner in overtime. Up ahead for Heischer. Two on one if he hustles with Hala. Heischer across the line. Step and score! Overtime game winner for the captain, Nico Heischer. And the Devils win 5-4. I'm starting to dream here, Jerry. I am starting to dream. <laughs> I'm dreaming of Matt Lager. <laughs> and the Devils take a 3-0 series lead on the Rangers. Right in his. Oh, right in his. I'm starting to dream with Matty Lockwood. Chico goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Tarasenko just loafing back. Yeah, loafing back. <laughs> Lazy ass Tarasenko score! <laughs> yeah! Woo! Oh, it's going to be glorious. Oh, funny. 5 4 was the final last night. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fan 
and CBS Sports Network. Top of the hour, Adam and the Metal Hawks are joining us. They'll be our band for Boomer and Geo live on April 7th at White Eagle Hall. All right, so these guys have a lot of fun at what they're doing. There's no question. Yeah. They're supremely talented. They come up with all these unique ideas, to say the least. This gargling one that you showed me, <laughs> it got 12 million views. So they did an ACDC song. Whoa. That's that's another one of their songs. They did an ACDC song, like Gargling with Water, and it got 12 million views on on Instagram. You think we could do something like that? No. No. Not, <laughs> no, I would choke immediately. I mean, I don't know how in the hell he, they pulled that off. And then they just started laughing and it ended up going viral, obviously, with 12 million views. But, uh... But yeah, this this is it, right? It <laughs> sounded like being in my hotel room out in Arizona. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so good. So we're, we are excited for them and all the stuff they're going to bring to the show today. And, of course, uh, at uh, Boomer and Geo Live as well. Uh, all right. So uh, tomorrow, the deadline, the, the franchise tag deadline, 4 p.m. for Daniel Jones. It's not going to happen today. I don't think you're going to find out some long-term deal is happening today. I think this thing goes right down to the wire tomorrow. And the way that these two teams or two sides seem to be apart 45 million plus to where the Giants want to pay him, which I'm assuming is somewhere in the high 30s, they're going to end up franchise tagging him. That's right. what's going to happen. And both sides should not want this for different reasons. From the Giants side, you got to guarantee that entire uh, 30 plus million dollars for Daniel Jones, which is prohibitive with the cap. And also, you don't get a long term deal if you're Daniel Jones. So both of these sides don't want this. But I think they're so far apart that that's exactly what both sides are going to end up getting is one more year, another prove it year with Daniel Jones. And here we go again for him to try to get that contract. That's why if I were him, I'd say if yeah, 38 million a year. Fine. Let's go. I'm in. Yeah, I would think that uh, you'd. You know, if he really believes in himself and he thinks that he can do what he did this year and even more next year, assuming that the team can build around him, unfortunately, that may not be the case if he ends up on the tag because that's going to eat up a big percentage of the salary cap. They're not going to be able to move money around. So he is basically going to be putting himself in a unique situation where he's going to be making a lot of money. He's going to be betting on himself, but he's going to hamstring the team. From going out there and getting maybe a top-end free agent or making a trade for somebody. If you're in that locker room and you see the way he's handling this, but you know Daniel Jones' personality, and he's always been a, a team kid. guy. He's a great kid. Right. But are you thinking like, huh, you know, this, is, this is kind of looking at it a little bit differently now. If there's different ways that he could structure this and help the team out, and right. maybe this is not the route he's going. Well, I, I, I just think that there are players in this league like Patrick Mahomes, like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, where the players that they play with say, man, these are the guys. They know that they're the ones that are the best players at their respective positions or one of the best players and need to be paid for. Just like Tyreek Hill, just like Devontae Adams, <clears throat> just like Nick Bosa is going to get a huge sure. contract. You, you know who the top end players are and everybody knows that. 
I and as much as I hope that Daniel can get as much as he can get, uh, I I would always fight for the player in this situation. Um, you gotta I be also, reasonable, no? Well, I also understand of uh, the ripple effect that has in the locker room. I, I'm I'm sure the guys like and respect him. Yeah. But I don't think that they look at him like the Bills look at Josh Allen or no the Bengals look at Joe Burrow. No way. And that's I know they the like him. That's why everybody him. wants Daniel here, but they want Daniel here on a modified four-year deal where the Giants can spread some of the money out so they can get other players and put other players around Daniel. So let's say, you know, they're going to let go. Kenny Galladay is going to be one of these guys. That's gonna he's already gone. Go. Yeah, he's already gone. Right, right. So it's going to be retroactive to June 1st, and that's going to spread some money out and take some of the pressure off the salary cap so they can spend money in other places. But between, you know, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and trying to acquire another wide receiver or drafting one at the top of the first round, which is, seems to be very likely for the Giants, um, and they'll go down that road again. Um, this is going to be, you know, really interesting to see what happens here in the next, you know, 36 hours. Yeah, I mean, to me, it just it, something would have to change from the reporting that we have seen drastically for these two sides to get close. And I think the same thing's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. If the Ravens want him back, they're going to franchise tag him and they're either well, going to keep him or they're going to trade him. You can transition tag him. And that's where the, the Ravens will say, OK, Lamar, you know, we. I don't even know how they even discuss any of this with Lamar. Because, again, he has no agent. Yeah, it's him and his mom. So they're talking to him how weird this has got to be. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he is just, I don't know how engaged he is. I don't know if he's at the facility. I don't know if they're Zooming these things. I don't know if he is, you know, steadfast in his demands. So maybe Baltimore just transitions him, meaning that, let somebody else negotiate a contract. Let him see what his worth is out on the open market. And then we can decide whether or not we want to uh, match it or we want to take the two first-round draft choices as compensation. Wasn't that a option for the Giants as well with Daniel it, Jones? It is. Yes, I mean, is. I even think even more so because you know that somebody's going to go out there and pay Lamar Jackson to change their franchise as an MVP, former MVP. Daniel Jones, that's really testing your market value. By going out there and see you on another team. That, see, well, if I were Joe I mean, Shane, I'd call his bluff with a transition tag. That's what I would do. Go ahead. Go see. See what you got. And then if, if someone signs you, great. We get two first-round picks for you. A tremendous. We could get two first-round picks for you if we tried to trade you right now. Or somebody else did the negotiating and you got a reasonable deal and we'll match it. That too. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you're always protected if you're the Giants and it seems to make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I would do if I were I mean, premium quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson are worth two first-round draft picks. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know that I would feel the same way about Daniel, but, you know, maybe if you put him on a team that runs a similar offense and has better skilled players around him, maybe, maybe you know, he'll throw for 30 touchdowns. Well, I mean, I think that's the argument. If you, if you think that Daniel Jones could be Jalen Hurts on the Eagles – then that's what the agents, the new agents for Daniel Jones are saying. Like, you put this guy around and surround him by A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and that running game and that offensive line, he could be in the MVP discussion, too. I don't necessarily believe that, but if I'm his agents, that's what I'm trying to sell. You know, I don't know where that initial $45 million per year number came from. I don't know if that was speculation on people or that came from the agents or that came from internal people that i can't imagine that anybody internally at the giants would ever want to talk about any of this stuff 
publicly. Yeah, no way. Right. So it's got to be coming from the agent side, the player side, or somebody that's in between team and agents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that number to me was like shocking when I saw it. Well, I mean, it's been confirmed. Like <clears throat> multiple reporters have confirmed that. It really, at the end Pat of the day, Leonard had it, Dan Dugan had it, Ryan Dunleavy had it, all these beat writers you had it. You could say $45 million a year, all you want. It really comes down to the guaranteed money and how the contract is structured. And, you know, these second agents are going to want to have some crazy number. Yeah, right. You know, that is attached to Daniel Jones. Maybe $200 million over five years. That would be $40 million a year. But really, how is the money spent and how is it paid out? Well, that thing you showed me when we were talking before the show about the spot track Daniel yeah. Jones contract thing. Right, yeah. I mean, just looking at those numbers, the amount of guarantees, was it five years, $200 million? Yeah, but the guarantee was like $85 million. But, I Which mean, means that means you got you got him for the next two years. And if you don't like what he's done the next two years, then you get rid of him. But the numbers, when you're looking at it, those are... But that, that's what the agent wants. <laughs> the agent wants the numbers. What I want to know is the real money. That's that's what I want to know. I want to know the Deshaun Watson money yeah. that he is getting and what he's getting paid for. I don't want some fugazi agent coming in and saying, "Yeah, two hundred fifty million for five years," but you know, uh, you know, eighty five of it's guaranteed. The other, you know, you could do all sorts of crazy things. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and make it look good, but in reality, it's just a joke. Just so the agents look decent. Yeah. Was it C.J. Stroud? You mentioned Deshaun Watson. Was it C.J. Stroud, the combine, that said the two quarterbacks he looks up to are Deshaun Watson and Michael Vick? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I forget which, it might have been C.J. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, 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 right. What, what quarterbacks inspired him growing up? Michael Vick and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, so the, the guy who ran the, uh, the, the uh, legal dogfighting ring and then the pervert massage guy awesome yeah, well i think he was talking about the guys on the field obviously but inspired you know? yeah i mean he looks pretty good too doesn't he yeah of course you know the thing of that about this anthony richardson kid is going to be the accuracy question because mm -hmm. he never uh yeah i don't think he completed over 60 percent of his passes at florida you know and in college football these guys are running wide open generally Gen no they <laughs> are um and you know cj stroud wasn't at you know really much better when he came to in this particular combine performance, you know, people felt like his accuracy really wasn't as sharp as they thought it was going to be. So, so do I, you, I don't know what I don't know. What you right. think. This is like football and underwear. Who knows? That's right. Uh, do you hear those guys warming up out there, Al? I got a text message from uh, Sean Moore. I said, "Who the hell do you have coming on? They're doing an impromptu Aerosmith concert in the break room." <laughs> yeah, I heard some uh, ACDC back there before. Yeah, so no. they're all they're getting warmed up. Are they gargling or what are they doing? <laughs> no, they no, doing straight. Would you like to request that from them? We'll get some water out nah, if you'd like nah, them to nah, do that. No, no, no. What are they banging on out there, Al? That I don't know. <laughs> Want to go take a look and see what they're banging there's on? There's a lot of counters and coffee machines back there. Yeah, they got yeah vending machines and I all that stuff. I think there's a lot of things in here that they can be banging on. Yeah, we'll see. We got hey, Al, how about if they bang you when they come in? <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, out of the Metal Hawks next on Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.